Broadcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dewback Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stubbs and Mike Dolan. Welcome back to the Dewback Discussion Skywalker Saga audio commentary series. I feel like I've phrased that differently every time. But you don't. I don't? Not really. No? Okay. I'm, I'm not sure how much variation I've put on it. Uh, we are on part five, The Empire Strikes Back today. Very excited. A lot of people's favorite Star Wars movie. Some would say the best. Some would say that movie comes three films later. Some people would be me. Joining us today is Ross from beyond, from beyond the Outer Rim. I promise I haven't had anything to drink yet. I mean, you're off to a kind of rocky start there. <laughs> How are you guys? Great, Good. man. Super excited to have you on. Uh, yeah. I'm getting both halves of Beyond the Outer Rim in one day. I got to guest on uh, the Beyond the Outer Rim podcast today with John, and now I'm on with Ross for our Empire Strikes Back audio commentary. Uh, Our drink today for you wild Star Wars fans who are above the age of 21 is a Dagobah or or Dagobin swamp water. We are doing – it's going to be in uh, two ounces of light rum. We went with Calico Jack. Uh, It says peppermint schnapps. You can also use like peppermint uh, extract or whatever. Uh Lime vodka, if you like, you can also substitute that with lime juice, uh, an actual lime as a garnish, or you can actually put it in the drink, like in the picture, which I think I'm just going to do uh, for the shits of it. And then put some ice and club sh- uh, soda in there. We also used a simple syrup instead of putting actual sugar in it. So, like I said, uh, those of you who are 21 or over or whatever region you're listening in above the drinking age, uh, feel free to indulge, but no younglings ra- allowed for this part of the show. With that, uh, everybody make sure you're at your Green Lucasfilm logo as well. The usual. Uh, the usual. Ross, are you ready, friend? All right. All right, kids. Okay. Um, yep, I'm ready. All right. On my count, one, two, three, play. So I missed A New Hope. Yes, you did. Were there four ellipses? Yes, there were four ellipses. So we just, did not we did not fill out the fuck's board. Do you want me to go get it? Could you? Yeah. Thank you, sir. That's why I left it here. You want to explain the game? So. Yes. So, uh, we play a game where we figure out which characters fuck. Now, huh? <laughs> no, don't allow me to explain. Not necessarily in the literal sense, like we think this character is at this point in their life currently having intercourse. sexual intercourse. However, I need a marker and a, and a rag. That might not have been right. <laughs> um, so the way we measure it 
is it's essentially like a marker of big dick energy, essentially. Uh, if somebody has that kind of swagger to them, they have the energy of somebody who you'd look at and be like, hmm, I wouldn't mind getting into bed with this person. Fucks energy. So, for example, from the prequels, we have Obi-Wan. Naturally. Um, R2, Palpatine, Padme, Sidious, Yoda, Wat Tambor, Bail Organa. I love how your your go-to for your second one is R2. I was just flipping through. Uh, On the doesn't fuck list, we have pre-suit Vader. Stuff like that. So, like, you know, just just people who nuke Gunray, they don't have it. Four ellipses. Four ellipses. I do like that Sidious and Palpatine are separate entities in that list. Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine is very, like, he's regal. He's like, oh, man, he's like, fuck yeah. Then you he's have regal. Sidious. He's charismatic. Yeah. He's very, but, like, very likable. Darth Sidious, he has that, like, fucking Alice Cooper kind of, like, kind of thing going on. Why did I sound like Mike Dolly? Why did I just like do like a Mike Doling tongue wag? Because we gotta fill in. Where's the marker? Uh, I think it's under where the table normally goes. Also, our drinking game for today, we found we're gonna test this out. Uh, we'll see how people enjoy this version of it on the website Real R E E L, like a uh, film reel uh, drinking games. I kind of want to test out some of the ones they have listed here. So, anytime that the word dark side is spoken, take a sip. Anytime a lightsaber is ignited, take a sip. Uh, whenever Han and Leia have very palpable sexual tension, take a sip and take a sip every time a famous line is quoted. And if you're feeling ballsy, go ahead and down your drink whenever Darth Vader confirms that he is, in fact, the father. So, just to make sure we're at the same spot. Tonto morning. Um, I, I, I'm using a version of the 2004 DVD release. It's my favorite of the releases. And due to some of the changes, I don't buy the Blu-ray. I stick with these. See, we're, um, we're using the first iteration of the Blu-ray currently. Okay. So I, Empire Strikes Back has the least amount of changes. Most of it is like little bitty like lighting issues and stuff. Nice. Um it's not adding in whole shots like uh, A New Hope does. I mean, or... we get our name from one of those shots, so I can't complain too much. Fair. Fair. No, the the some of it works. Some of it works really well. I love everything added to the Battle of Yavin. So, oh, yeah. I so mean, things like that work. I'm of the age where, like, I barely notice what's been added. Like, I don't think I've ever watched the, un- like, the, whole, the unaltered the whole way through. So just to make sure we're at the same spot, Luke just got knocked off the Wampa on my cut. Oh, we're a little bit behind you. Behind you. Uh, he just okay. did. Wampa growls, just throat slam the tauntaun, tauntaun fell. That's fine. Getting okay, dragged. I just I should be right around with you guys now. Yeah. I just went back about three seconds or so. Yeah. Cool. It's difficult so to do with the video game cool. controllers, getting the pauses and uh, rewinds right to pull that off. Uh, we're f- I think we're fine. A couple seconds isn't that big of a deal. Mm-mm. Like Travis said before we started, whenever his computer died while we were recording Attack of the Clones during the Battle of Geonosis was a clusterfuck, a very scary one at that. Gosh. Now, this whole scene of the of the Hoth hangar, I really love the atmosphere that's given Absolutely. from this. And I really hope that we have something very similar in the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I think we, we have something I think that... really close to it in uh, the Last Jedi, right? But like right when they finished the Battle of Dakar, 
for yeah. the evacuation yeah. and everyone's landing and they're all getting together before they take off into hyperspace. But they, uh, I'm hoping we get some more kind of like right before the battle of Endor vibes during the rise of Skywalker. Oh, I'm, I'm certain we will. I think the, I think the, uh, one shot in the trailer where they're showing all, uh, all of the, Resistance kind of crowded around that one room, and you can see Lando in the middle, and Maz Kanata is in one chunk of that. Um, that there, uh, I think that's the moment we're going to get a scene like that. My mission was successful. You found I have a pen. I have a whiteboard and a whiteboard marker. Okay. Oh, there was someone. I went on to a. I went and watched a live stream when it was happening. Of I want to say it's postcards from the galaxy. Um, on their YouTube channel, I believe it was them. Let me double check and make sure that's yep. Postcards from Galaxy's Edge. Um, they are at from Galaxy's Edge on Twitter. I went on to one of their live streams where they were breaking down the Rise of Skywalker trailer, and I had never seen Maz Kanata. I'd watched it 10, 15, 30,000 times, and I never saw Maz Kanata. And that was one of the first of many things I got revealed to me of that trailer. Yeah, um, I, yeah I saw that um, eventually as well. Are either of y'all reading or listening to the audiobook of Resistance Reborn? I'm about to start it. I probably tomorrow morning. I it is yeah. great. Um, I need to do a review. I don't know for how much of the canon novels either of y'all have read, but I've read a good read, amount. Yeah, it, it's. It, I was talking to our producer today, Travis, our Travis, and uh, we're both reading it right now. And I was like, this book feels like the Infinity War of the Star Wars canon novel. That's what everybody's been saying, that it, like everybody shows up. Every, Everyone's all there these and ready people for from war. all these different uh, novels are starting to show up. And it feels like the galaxy is so – all the expanded universe stuff is so connected again, which feels really, really good. Yeah. So – are the making Star Wars guys in this? Uh, one of Jason Ward's Discord is in this. Um, okay, I just channel. I saw I saw him write something in about uh, about twenty minutes ago and just noticed it for some reason. Jason just wrote something in. Looks like he looks like he signed in, wrote something, and like he wrote, left. <laughs> he just messaged Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> And I then fucking he love he Jason. Gone. He's such a hoot. <sighs> and I, I also wonder how many of the seeing the Tauntauns. I'm wondering how much of the um, the new creatures that we've been seeing in the Rise of Skywalker stuff. How many of them are going to be? Uh, puppeteering, how much of they're going to be, are they actually going to be like animals that are just with costumes on? Um, I don't know. All I know is I want to fuck Claude. Did is I say that, that what they're loud? called? You did. That, that, you did. I did. say that out loud? Please never say it out loud again. No, Claude's the big orange worm man. Okay, I'm not talking about Claude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the equestrian style uh, creatures we've they seen did give a name for it. i can never i can't oh, remember the space it. horses the space horses basically the space horses yeah now if Except you pay they've also got like boar tusks as well yeah if you pay attention and i'm wondering I'm is it gonna be like the banthas of uh is it gonna be like the banthas from a new hope where it's just like elephants with a costume on 
Or are we going to get like Tauntauns where it's like a puppeteer doing this stuff? Is it going to be a mix of that and CGI? Curious what we're going to get. Yeah. If you look closely. They've been trying to stress the actual physical uh, special effects. Yeah, and I love that. It it feels a, makes it feel a lot more lived in. I don't know if it's removed in this version or not in the Blu-ray, mm. but if you look closely, there's like a Made in New York stamp on the pommel of the lightsaber. What? Yep. New York, like Coca-Cola, is canon in Star Wars. True. Coca-Cola is canon in Star Wars. Now, Travis, I'm about to blow your mind. Do you have any idea how much of the, like, the really, really minute cuts in this one scene have been added a good bit you don't see oh, the wampa this whole scene original. gets like yeah. reworked completely there's one little continuity issue that messes with me right here the sound of the lightsaber turns off happens but the lightsaber doesn't get turned off on screen oh yeah no it's still on when you when you it hear bugs it. Me as, it bugged me as a kid i've Kind of, you know, who cares now? But it's just kind of like a, huh? Star Wars I is it ruined. As a kid, I wouldn't catch obvious stuff, Star, but I'd Star catch Wars that. is canceled. We're done here, yeah, folks. Star Wars is dead. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy fired. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy fired for a mistake <laughs> that was made like thirty years ago. Lucasfilm just got shut down. Yeah, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, notably on the doesn't fuck list. <laughs> I disagree, <laughs> sir. I have uh, to also disagree. All right, so fuck doesn't, f- doesn't fuck for marrying. Empire. Kathleen Kennedy on our show. Obviously. <laughs> and I managed to get within about 20 feet of her at Celebration last year. Oh, my God. You year. have so, so much like chaos. I couldn't energy. get I did not want to fight through that crowd to get to her, but I was close enough to where I could see her. Ooh. I would so. make if I got to meet Kathleen Kennedy, that would become my permanent profile picture on everything. Just so like oh, yeah. anybody in the fandom menace who I get into a fight with immediately knows who they're dealing with. I was happy enough to get a picture with Doug Chang. <laughs> And his panel, you can find his panel online. Hold on. Okay. You can find his panel online from Celebration, but him talking about the artwork of uh, the Phantom Menace and the stuff he went through in 97, coming up with like the battle droids and the differences between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy's looks is astounding. John and I are sitting like two rows to two or three rows from the front. Our mouths just completely open and on the floor just watching this guy like talk about basically one of our it's john's favorite star wars film but um our most probably beloved star wars film of our childhood i mean i saw when i was six it was the first movie i think i saw in theaters so to see to meet and be talking to the guy who came up with all the stuff like came up with how the stuff looks that's got to be pretty yeah exciting that's heavy it's like, uh, what do you say? It's right? Like, it's kind of it's kind of like meeting George Lucas in a sense. Yeah, that's not very far off. Um, real quick, fucks doesn't fuck. You have C three PO doesn't fuck R two fucks. Obviously, yeah, that's the given. Um, that that Leia obviously yeah. fucks. Leia and Han obviously, oh, hand in hand. I'm even gonna say General Riken. Oh my God, Riken fucks. <laughs> General Riken gives off that uh not a single Riken, Imperial officer you give, fucks. You no. give Riken a mustache and he's got that Tom Selleck look. Ooh, you right, you right. Um <laughs> I'm having like a brain aneurysm. How do you spell Leia? L E I A? 
I can yep. never. I have to type it like eight times. L e i a. Yeah. Holy shit! I am legitimately shocked with myself that I got that right. So yeah. which ones are we doing for the drinking? Uh, lightsaber no. ignition, which we should take a sip for. I already did. Yeah, I already did. Yeah, I already did. I knew that one was one. And I know you said the Alec force. Alec what are you? No, dark ju- just dark side. Just dark side. Han and Leia's sexual tension. And uh, famous line. Does Ghost gotcha. Obi-Wan fuck? Absolutely. He has the same... He 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 fucks just the same as he did when he was here. World. I mean, he's got Qui Gon. There's there's what? Wanna, there's there's Qui Gon, and uh, there's Qui Gon. Yeah, that's it's about, about it, it actually. Unless you want to potentially count like the Force priestesses. Perhaps here's the big one for me that I can't like quite figure out yet. Does Luke fuck? I don't think he fucks uh, till Return of the Jedi. I. Mm, you're right. I Empire think, Strikes Back, Luke. Yeah, I don't. Think, uh, I don't think Return of the Jedi, Luke. No, he's too focused. No, I don't think Empire Luke fucks. I don't. I like. I, th- I think. I think that like like Luke is still so like. Luke does not have that autonomy. The, take a sip. The Luke doesn't have like the the confidence quite yet. The the energy he has when he's facing off with Jabba, that's Fox energy. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll say this much. Luke has massive dick energy when he faces Vader on Cloud City. Fair. But but he's not like... He's so confident in himself. Like, but and not like arrogance either. Like, yes, he screws the pooch and gets his ass kicked. But like... That moment where you like see him take that big gulp and like literally puff his chest out ready to fight. That confident... That fucks. Like, like... Like Bespin Luke <laughs> and on. So here's where I am with that. I just wrote his like I wrote the name across the like line for the table. Yeah. You can look. You're in the room. I know, I'm sorry. I was just trying to text somebody back. I like that. Okay. We gotta reset the whole list for uh the prequels in a new hope. <laughs> what about Rogue Two? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody loves a man in uniform. That is Yep, there we go. That's it. That's why. And I cannot believe I'm blanking on Rogue Two's name. It's not Wedge, that is, is it? That is awful. How can I be blanking on this that guy's is name? Wedge, right? No, I don't think no, it's I don't Wedge. Think it's wedge. Um, oh no, it starts with a Z. Zev. Nope. That's not it. Maybe it's not. Is it Zev? Is that the guy's name? That's funny. Now I gotta, now I gotta look it up. Yep. Zev Seneska. Zev Seneska. So, apparently, according to, uh, rumor... Whenever Mark Hamill shot this scene, whenever he's supposed to float out, he kind of pushed up too hard and like smacked his head on the top of the tank and like glass shattered all into the thing. And like he almost died filming that scene. God. 
and allegedly, and again, like I said, with uh, A New Hope, I don't, I don't trust any story I've heard about the making of the original trilogy anymore. Because, like, I've heard so many different versions of all these stories, I don't know what to trust. Apparently, George Lucas always had the scene where Luke gets attacked by the Wampa in the movie. Before Mark Hamill needed to have an excuse for his face being altered. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, like, that, like was a, already, that was already planned. Yeah, like, apparently George said that was always in the movie. But it acted as like a... There's, there's a famous quote. Also, uh, Chewy fucks. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in canon, he has a wife, so there we go. I mean, so does Priest yeah, Anakin, yeah, but he uh, didn't get that. She, she's been made canon. The rest of the family hasn't been made canon yet. Yet. But, uh... Yet. But his, but his wife is. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no! Hey. I'm gonna drink for that anyways. <laughs> It's not Han and Leia, but it's pretty fun. It's no, it's still it's still kind of Han and Leia with some sexual tension. Just kind of, <laughs> I hate everything ag- about just this. like aggressively. I didn't like that at all. Well, <laughs> there he is, Mister Riken. Give him a mustache. We're talking. You said like a Tom Selleck stash. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I feel like his face is just, like, waiting for it. <laughs> like, it should be there. Like, his face isn't fully rendered. His face is fully <laughs> rendered. <laughs> Fucking hell. Also, favorite Han Solo outfit right there. Mm, uh, ooh, Solo, though. That was my favorite and on Solo outfit until Solo. The, that brown does jacket. Does the Imperial so probe droid fuck? <laughs> no. I thought about it as soon as I said it. I'm just like. I will say no. Maybe. I mean, there's like, a lot so of fragile. arms there. It's so fragile, though. It, it, it's not ready yeah, for true. It's not ready can't, for a fight. He can't really take anything without self-destructing. Right? Also, I really like Han's outfit. I've always loved that, and I really liked getting it in Battlefront 2. I don't use that one very often. It's, I mean, the times I use Han on a ice, on any kind of ice type of planet, few and far between. I also like how uh, this movie very helped in solidifying the classic Star Wars stereotype of planets that have one, exactly one ecosystem. Yeah. What All are, right, so are we the, ready for some Star Wars big dick energy right here? The Empire in itself. I love. They just one up themselves in this movie. I love this shot. The Superstar Destroyer. Yeah, and the way that Irvin Kershner explained it was like we deliberately wanted to recreate the shot of the Star Gosh. Destroyer coming into focus from A New Hope, but show just how fucking big the Imperial fleet is and show the executor and how massive that cruiser is. And see, that's why I really, I really liked the, um, the Fulman, I believe it's named the Fulminatrix, uh, the, uh, what is it? The Dreadnought in The Last Jedi. The shot that it comes in when it jumps out oh, of hyperspace. Yeah. That is such a cool shot. It makes, it felt very like, I, I was more surprised by the scale of that ship more than even the Supremacy Snoke ship. 
Ah, uh, like, the supremacy. That one was really me, good, but the dreadnought coming out of hyperspace that was cool. Yeah, that was the coolest hyperspace jump aside from um, the Holdo maneuver. <laughs> Travis slowly turns and grins. <laughs> um, I'm a physics major, so that scene is both incredible to me and awful. <laughs> Real quick, the, okay, I take back what I said earlier. General Veers fucks. John would agree with you 100%. However, Captain Nita and Admiral Ozel do not. Captain no, Nita Admiral doesn't. Ozzel, absolutely. Captain not. Nita, especially because he's cost me too many games of Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> and I take his existence as an, aff- as an affront to me. Say those names again. We got Veers and then Nita. I know Nita. Nita doesn't fuck. Hey, fuck off. Uh, Ozzel. Admiral Ozzel. <laughs> I didn't spell their names right, and I don't care. Let me see it. I'm sure you. I think you did. Veers. V e e r s. Yeah, I got I got Veers right. Nita. I follow a Twitter account. Um, also, is O z z e l. Yep. You. That was the only one you really fucked, Travis. I. I. Uh, I I hate that every single movie has been spent with me, like, pointing out fallacies and people who hate on the new movie's arguments. The whole idea of a relationship not feeling earned or their their friendship not feeling, like, meaningful. Luke and Han go on one adventure and get broken up immediately when this movie starts, pretty much. And then even for, like... uh even for Return of the Jedi, they're divided for the most next of their time adventure. they they're divided for a good chunk of that movie. How, um, I don't understand why Luke and Han feel so much more "quote unquote" earned than Finn and Poe or Ray. Oh and my po gosh! Then you're gonna absolutely love um, Resistance Reborn. It gets to expand on their relationships so much. Good, so, I fucking it, love and them. it feels so uh, I think, natural. I think the difference Doesn't is that feel like forced. Yeah, I think the difference is that, like, Luke and Han aren't necessarily, like, bros when they – until, like, the end of A New Hope, right? Yeah. And even then, like like you said, they just don't spend time together for the next two movies. And, A, they just want a reason to hate these characters. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> um, Finn and Poe, like, immediately are just, like, kindred spirits. Oh, yeah. Which I absolutely loved, but, like – I, I can I can see the the comment of like this doesn't feel earned, but then it becomes earned later, you know. Yeah. Rip Ozzel. Oh man, good riddance, Admiral Ozzel. Jared, how far into your drink are you? Oh, I took a few sips. Huh? Okay, I'm I'm about the same. I might pass this off to you so you have it at the ready. Just so I, I am have the wherewithal to drive when this is done. Oh, you're no fun. I wanted to have a sleepover, goddammit. I have class. I wanted to snuggle and have a pillow fight. <laughs> well, we can still do that, and then I'll leave after. <laughs> I love you. 
and John don't have that kind of luxury. <laughs> We're about 70 miles apart. Oof. That's yeah, not that bad. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Our first catch of the day. I don't know why the Imperial officer was Christopher Walken. I had a conversation on Maul Installation, which is a great subreddit for people who want in-depth Star Wars talk and stuff. Yeah. About this ion cannon. Why is that Star Destroyer falling? It's almost like there's gravity in space, and this is the first movie to show us that maybe... there is an orbit to a planet, and if they're pretty close to the orbit of the planet, they'll just get sucked down into the planet. Yeah. Holy crap, that could take out a lot of people. Yep. Oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. Whole Empire by myself. I really hope that somewhere out there there's like a supercut of him saying that immediately followed up by the AT-AT stepping on the snowspeeder with his body in it. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah. That. It's like So cool little fact, a lot of these uh, rebellion <laughs> troops are just uh, Scandinavian uh, hikers. Yeah, I say they're like all skiers and hikers who are all at that lodge. And they just like, hey... You want to be in a Star Wars movie? You want to be in a Star War? <laughs> and now, one of my favorite soundtracks of the entire saga, Battle of Hoth is such a good piece of music. Oh, I'm so, I love the concept. I don't know of what Walkers. I'm more excited for: the Rise of Skywalker or the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack. Oh, there's going to be a Raylo theme, and I'm going to cry. <laughs> I have a theory that the Star Wars main theme is going to be renamed in the Rise of Skywalker's, uh, what do you call it, in the Rise of Skywalker soundtrack to be called the Skywalker theme. I would be very happy with that. Especially with the way that they pronounced it so much in that trailer, that last trailer. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. That's I feel it's going, to be re- it's going to be reclassed. It used to be Luke's theme, and then it became yeah. the main theme, and now I'm pretty sure they're just going to call it the Skywalker theme. I would be okay with that. Yeah. It would make sense, too, thematically for this whole whatever the rise of Skywalker means. It's so weird that this movie inspired the hit video game Birds vs. Camels. What? Huh? There's a game for Empire Strikes Back. I don't know for like. Oh, the one for like it's like the Atari, Atari. or something. Yeah, and it like it's supposed to be the uh, Battle of Hoth, but it looks like it literally looks like a bird flying and spitting things at and a, a camel. camel. Yeah, because it's super, super, super pixels. Wait, is it is it brand? Is it like licensed as a Star Wars yes. game? Okay, oh, yeah. for a hot second, it's, I thought there was a game it's called like the Birds vs. Camels, and like it was just like super similar to the, like the way the ATATs come in. Nope, it's it's the Empire Strikes Back video game. <laughs> God, see, this is why I said Veers Fox. That outfit right there. It's okay, I didn't hear it. I somehow like was tossing the marker and tossed it straight into my microphone. Nice. It's called Talent. Rogue 3. What about Rogue 1? No, Wedge's Gunner will have to make that shot. 
Wedge Antilles is the only person to survive all three major space or air battles in the Get ready for him and Resistance Reborn. Oh, Ooh. I know. I read his excerpt. I, att- I, I attempted to read his excerpt live on Dewback, and I had a stroke while reading it. Um, <laughs> I put Wedge on the fucks list as uh, he deserves oh, to be. Duh. Oh, Dak, Luke's gunner, really, does not fuck. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say no. Um, I really enjoyed wedge in uh star wars rebels mm-hmm. that was a really cool thing yeah now i just need to find here you go have you seen Here's that old that, movie uh... empire strikes back there's oh, that I'm empire so strikes scared. back don't tell me photo see that camel on the screen <laughs> Are you... okay and your speeder which isn't shown oh there's a better oh. one <laughs> here's a much better picture for me Upload that. Oh my god, I just realized your thing is Kronk. <laughs> you just realized? <laughs> I haven't been looking at the Discord. My, fr- I'm in a Pathfinder uh, campaign right now, and my first character I made for it was a paladin named Warburton, uh, from Patrick Warburton, who voices Kronk. I love and that. <laughs> he literally was built to be like him. He's got a super kind of human strength but he's an absolute idiot, but also very charismatic. Perfect I love paladin. that. You pour all of your attributes into charisma, and that's how you get Kronk. That's how you convince people you're and not then a bear. Once I get to a certain level, I start I, <laughs> I start taking a profession during some downtime, hey, first and I started cooking ATS meals for the group, you know, because Kronk's a cook. Yeah. Kronk's a chef. So quick. it's so, amazing when you roll such a good role that your GM is like, even though you don't have all the supplies, you make the greatest chocolate chip cookies they've ever had because <laughs> you're just so good. I love that. So quick roundup. AT-ATs. Fuck, don't fuck. Ooh, we're putting the AT-ATs on there. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. literally a four-legged animal-looking creature. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, we'll go with they fuck. I don't think the ATSDs though. Okay. <laughs> the ATSDs though. No, the ATSDs don't fuck. They wish they did. ATSDs are imperial incels. I feel what? like that's a hot take. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have the wherewithal to say that's a hot take, but I feel like that's a hot take. That is wow. That was something else. <laughs> very brave. I'm very brave with my takes. Yeah, I don't know why people don't like this Han outfit. Some people really don't why? like it. Why? It's so hot. They prefer the vest look, and I get it. The, the vest, vest is, great, is cool, but jackets but are that, sexy. That jacket is so good. Oh my god, I want that jacket. You know what really disappoints me? Her universe did not do like a The Rise of Skywalker fashion line, and I was really yes. hoping they'd make a Kylo Ren sweater like my Jedi cardigan. Oh, I'm sure we'll have something. Come and I'm February. I'm so upset. I'm legitimately upset. I wanted like they some might not type be able sweater. to yet. They I'm, might not be able to put stuff out yet until the movie comes out. Kind of like how we're not getting any kind of like Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo novel or a full Ray novel until probably until either 2020 or 2021 after the whole saga is over. 
I wonder why Luke chose this one AT-AT to go after. Like, what made him pick this one? Like, is this the one with Veers on it? It's the closest how one. Look how know? far how that other one is. Know? How the hell would he know? Yeah, that's right. That's that's fair. Oh, take a sip. Ooh, that would be that would be interesting. <laughs> Luke knows that Veers is on there somehow. Luke is like the Force. I'm going for Veers. <laughs> the Force, but he's not a Mary Sue for it because penis. <laughs> Like if you think about a new hope, Luke has, you know, a couple of issues, but he's pretty fine throughout the movie. Yeah. Jared says something on Dewback a couple weeks ago that like really resonated with me that in the first movie of each trilogy, the protagonist does something that like they shouldn't be able to do but succeed because they give themselves over to the force. And it, I think the big difference that people freak out over, besides the fact that Ray is a female or she's a woman, yeah, I want to, I don't want to, I don't want to sound myself like an incel over here. Um, she no, you know, she's a no, woman. She's a Veronica. She... No, yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say you sound like an incel if you were to be like because Ray is a woman. Like if you were to say woman, I'd end this audio commentary right now. Now, what if that was just, like, how my accent was? That's one thing. But, like, even people who with accents, like, go out of their way to say is, woman. Gotcha. Uh, no, no, no. Because Ray's a woman, and she was using a lightsaber for exactly. training with it. Uh, also, me, wait, real quick. Luke had, Luke had, like, ten minutes of training on the Falcon, and we know now from comics that he had some more training. But yeah. really... Luke didn't have a lot of formal training. No. Um, I mean, he has like a month on Dagobah. Um, we have to remember that this is a fantasy series and he has the force. I mean, if you can't if you can't think about the fact that this is still fantasy, then you're overthinking this entire absolutely. series. We're not here to uh to to defend Mary Sue's type of characters. No, but let's be honest though. Like there that. are very there aren't many very many Mary Sue characters right. out there. That is mostly let's, just let's, used let's as a go back to that soul. deep big dick energy with how Vader strode in. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> you can just write Vader in big letters. Like you can write Vader like next to Fox. Like just to drive that home. So I still John yeah. hates this, but I still love the idea that L three still exists in the Falcon. Oh my god, absolutely. That's totally the implication. Also, is Han shooting this? Is this an auto turret? Like what's how did that work? I think it's an auto turret since they're all in the cockpit. Fair. Uh real quick, because you missed it a few moments ago. You see uh, C-3PO reach for the door. There's a deleted scene where he rips off a caution sticker. Yeah, A bunch of stormtroopers yes. try to storm that door and it's full of wampas. I feel like... And they all just it, get like... Was it Battlefront 1? I think it was Battlefront 2015. You could find a door like that and if you stood there long enough, you'd hear wampa sounds. Yeah. I remember well, in the Hoth mission... That was DLC for Attaboy. Force Unleashed. <laughs> the, like Wampas would just like they randomly just burst, burst through. through Echo Base. Yeah, that's why. It was a reference to that deleted scene. <laughs> Again, everyone's like, Ray doesn't actually care about the resistance. Luke just uh, fucks off from the rebellion. Because Luke's, a they're like, we'll meet you the rendezvous to. point. Okay, I got a quick detour to do. I gotta run a quick little Literally and, Luke uh, was contacted by a ghost that could have very well have been a hallucination from the cold. 
But nah. raise the raise the shit character. <laughs> nah. Uh. <laughs> oh, by the way, just a complete side note. Um, did you see that uh Mark Hamill shared one of Steel's episodes? Yeah. I got so happy for him. I'm so happy for my boy. Oh, that's awesome. As, Round of applause for Steel Saunders, one of the best. Yeah, he was that dude was awesome enough to come on our show when we were like four episodes into like starting. And he was cool enough to come on and let us interview him about Luke Skywalker. We were going to try to have him on for the Return of the Jedi commentary. Um, The original lineup for Return of the Jedi was going to be Steel and Ben Hart from Star Wars Underworld. Um, Nice. But, you know, Steel has like 18 shows under the steel wars banner and a baby. So he was the one that got away, but that's fair. Oh man. I love, I love calling in the hyper chat. It makes my day. I think we're in trouble. (laughs) We're in trouble. (laughs) You know, I frequently, like, blank on what happens between leaving Hoth and getting to Cloud City for the Falcon. And it's a whole lot of fuckery, that's why. Like, I just, <laughs> I remember them leaving Hoth and I remember them showing up to the uh, to Cloud City, but everything in between, no fucking clue. Okay, Chewie, that was just that was just way too over the edge. But, but, but The Last Jedi sucks because it's one giant fight scene. There's your one giant chase scene. That's like... Can you stop clapping? Oh, I'm so sorry. There was a lot of action in The Last Jedi. It's like people complaining about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, that there were too many monster fights. What do you want? You went to a Godzilla movie. <laughs> you went to a Godzilla... It wasn't Godzilla... Oh, gosh. What was that one? 2007? 2009? Which one? Where they redid the, redid the look of Godzilla and they hated it, where but they like already made it. looks like a dinosaur? Like he looks um, like he's a T-Rex. Basically, yeah. I think it's like was... they were trying to. It's the one where they like uh, where Godzilla lays a nest in mm-hmm. uh, in New York. Also, ripped to that pilot that got ejected from the Tie Fighter when it crashed. No, it's fine. You can breathe <laughs> in space if you believe. Hard he enough. literally just disintegrated off hey. screen. Nope. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't see a body, uh, so he's fine. I just got tagged the, on this. But on it's Facebook the one chats. that uh, where they where it lays a nest, and it's the one that is followed up directly by the Godzilla animated TV series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where like Matthew Broderick becomes the. Mother I loved of that movie as a kid, and then I found out it's just like looking back at it, like this movie was kind of garbage, <laughs> <laughs> even for especially for like a Godzilla movie, but. I'll say that Godzilla King of the Monsters, A plus movie. Didn't I see it. that movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. I'm not super into that stuff. I saw the the 2014 one that it's the. So it's a direct sequel to that one. Yeah, that's. And it's also going to tie into the most recent King Kong movie. Yeah, yeah that's that. what I was hearing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's not our beat. We talk about space wizards and superheroes. That's fair. It's not my go-to beat. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not like, 
I, I only know. I recently watched a Minster Sundays movies video. Oh man, about, I fucking love him about Godzilla, and so I watched it just this morning, actually. So it's fresh in my mind. If I can get um, Nick and James on Dubeck or Hall of Heroes, I can die happy. They're like on my list of like gosh, dream guests. That'd be fantastic. They're on my list of dream guests. Where I'm like, I like, hey, look, Ma, I made it. Now, here's a theory I've always wondered: um, Is Luke just is it just too thick of fog and stuff, or is it the force causing Luke to crash? I've I heard a theory the that the force causes Luke to crash so that he can meet Yoda, and not just like yeah. do out when he finds out about Yoda. I don't know. I think he. I think it's mostly just like his ship not being ready to make that change, and it could be a metaphor for him, his mind being clouded. Because I mean, you look at this shot, and it's like, okay, there was not that much fog just a second ago. Hey, maybe um, it gets worse the higher you get. And I've also seen it as, of course, kind of like you said, a metaphor, but also like uh, Luke is uh, metaphorically um, stuck in his training, but also yeah. like yeah. physically stuck on Dagobah and he has to overcome his own personal trials to make to, what am I trying to say? To go past a physical trial. It's yeah. Yeah. The, the post that I saw about it outlined it a lot better for his I character to develop. It, but, he has to learn to fight. But better. I was like, okay, I could, I can roll with that. I could dig that. Now we just need to figure out what technology they use for R2 to not short circuit and apply it to our phones. <laughs> we don't need Space. that. Just put that bitch in some rice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my R2 got wet. Throw it in some rice. Space rice. <laughs> Space rice. Shout out to R2D2 for just doing a little song as he's searching around. Do, 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 do. As he's just searching around, not taking stuff super seriously. Even though he's being followed by crap, what's that creature's name? This is gonna bug me, and I know it. I just recently saw the name of it. Dead. Suddenly, it's a horror movie. Suddenly, Luke is fighting. Welcome to the Gore and More podcast. <laughs> Yes, this show, oh, too, um, is now a horror podcast. It's a Dagobah dragon snake. That's what it is. Yeah, it's just that. Okay, okay so right here, okay. there's actually a changed line, if you guys didn't know. Really? Um, right here, where he says, uh, you were lucky to get out of there. The original line was, you're glad you don't taste very good. For some reason, they changed it. Why? Why, George? Why do you change shit like this? You know, in my original vision, I don't think uh, Luke should have said that line, even though I wrote it. Even though I wrote it. <laughs> I wrote it this way, and I'm going to change his line, because fuck you. <sighs> and also, next R2 time you watch this, shit. where he picks that up That robot R2 just took a shit. A... Yeah. <laughs> There's a gigantic rib cage next to where he picks up R2D2. Um, 
Gosh, I always loved this scene as a kid. Oh my god, just oh, it's so creepy. And Nita looks freaked out. He's like, "Oh, please, God, don't notice that I'm seeing you." He's like, "Oh, I should have waited." I have not been here the whole time. What do you mean? I didn't see your fudge swirl on the back of your head, my lord. <laughs> oh, it's just a soft spot. Uh, Asteroids do not concern me, General. I or uh, Watto dropped him. Excuses. Yeah, see this tomfoolery here? I always forget this happens. Like when I think well, exactly. of when I think of Empire, I think of Hoth. You always forget then, about the scene where they're like fixing the Falcon and they're inside the asteroid? Yeah, like I just never remember that it happens. You know a musical moment? Like we missed it a little bit, but just talking about the asteroid. And this has everything to do with that Star Wars Obi-Wan game. That really nice, like that that night, like once they actually get inside of the space like that. Bum 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 bum. Bum. I fucking it's love a, that. It's a fantastic that nice, segue. That, that piece. little flourish that is like permanently ingrained in my head. Here's some Han and Leia tension, tension right here. It's moments like this that will give us Ben Solo. We don't have time for anything else. <laughs> and then the, the nod mumbles to herself. I just thought that well, maybe I was gonna fuck you, hon. What the fuck about it? Like, <laughs> mm. oh god, I this is actual like I I love most Luke Skywalker outfits. Like he's just one of the oh, best yeah. dressed characters in the franchise. Like this I'm glad look, they also stuck with the the theme of the clothing look with Ray. You know. Oh yeah, in, new outfit every except, movie. It's kind of flipped now. In the Rise of Skywalker, she's got white. Well, um, I think I think whereas it, Luke had black. So I think it better reflects her journey, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Because at first she was a very she was in the very like neutral light brown. In the right or in the Last Jedi, she's literally wearing gray. Like at this point, she could feasibly go in either direction. Gray with some dark undertones, yeah. but some light in there as well. Exactly. But by the time of the Rise of Skywalker, she's made her choice. She is an agent of the light side and of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. She's an agent of the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like we're being watched. The big question. Absolutely senile geriatric Yoda fucks. Here's <laughs> here's how I feel. He might about need it. a space Viagra. Or just the force. I can't I can't see what you wrote. What did he write? I wrote Yoda in really big letters across the entire <laughs> list. Also, Obi-Wan's ghost is referred to as Alec Guinness. <laughs> There's also Leia. Uh, excuse me, that is Sir Alec Guinness. Oh, right. You're right. I love Yoda trolling Luke Fixed in this it. scene so much. I okay, don't know Luke. why. I love Yoda trolling Luke in this movie so much. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. But I just realized that Luke's I mean, I've seen it before, but it just like 
like the piece that Yoda bit off, instead of giving it back to him, Luke throws it out. Like, come on, man. It's a waste. I would love to think that, like, there would be some days where Yoda just did this shit to the Jedi Council. <laughs> uh, well, like, 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 there would just be one day where he just walks well, up to Mace Windu. He had like, a legitimate. He had like a legitimate vision and stuff, and talking to Qui Gon, and they freaking go, "All right, we're gonna have you completely medical examined because you're probably dying." Well, I just, I love the idea that, like, like even, but like before that, like even maybe even before the war. That like one day he walked in and just mm, Master Windu, what okay, Master T you should mm, Why is that Master Yoda? Mm, I took his the cushion out of his seat and you'll be uncomfortable the whole meeting. <laughs> like shit like that. Like Yoda would just be pranking people. Like he would like 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 maybe like at one point like he like used the force to like tangle up fucking Kit Fisto's tentacles during a meeting. Just to fuck with him, and like he has, like, he's that, having like a telepathic you, conversation with Plo Koon, and they're laughing their asses off about it in their heads. Oh my god! Do gosh. you think? Do you think that Yoda gets reported to Jedi HR a lot? <laughs> Is there a council for that? <laughs> Who do you think? Like, what do the you? The Council think? of Human Resources. What do you Tara think? Sanube. <laughs> Tara Sanube from Clone Wars, the old dinosaur-looking dude with the white lightsaber who helps Ahsoka find her lightsaber when it goes when oh, it gets actually, stolen. That's, uh, he's that's probably the head of Jedi blue. HR. Yeah, yeah, I know it's light blue, but it looks white. And he's probably. The oh, head I know, of- but I've I've come to that same thing where I was like, no, it looks pretty dang white, and they're like, nope, that is light blue, and sure enough, it is, but. Like I love the idea of like Plo Koon like slowly watching walking into Jedi HR, just Master Sanube, ah Master Plo, and Yoda's the, already in there in yeah, his little seat, like, kind of like a kid in the principal's office. The, the fuck did the little green bastard do this time? <laughs> this is the fourth time this week. <laughs> I don't know where and it's only Space Tuesday. It's only, dude, that's why Mace Windu's bald is because Yoda put space nair in Mace Windu's space shampoo and like awful. permanently but fucked also, his hair follicles. Uh, it's canon until I hear otherwise. That's that's how it happened. Sifo right. wasn't dead. He was hiding. <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore. This is the Han and Leia oh. sexual tension scene. Part of me wants to turn the volume back up just so I can hear the music. I want to dance at my wedding to Han Solo and the princess. But with me, right? Obviously. Okay, good. But who's Han and who's Leia? (laughs) Yes. I'm a pretty princess, But you you guys have to be in these outfits. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. My hair's going to be done up like Leia's the whole bit. I have to be whomever the solo in the situation is. I guess. Yeah. If I can't be Benny Boy, I'll be his dad. Dude, I'm so excited for Galaxy's Edge. Now, could you imagine if Rey and Kylo had a moment like this in The Rise of Skywalker, but reverse put... (laughs) We wouldn't have Jared right now. Dude, my heart would fucking explode. (laughs) Rey... Put Rey in Han's position and Kylo in Leia's position. (laughs) I think that would be fantastic. Bruh. Jared is... Excuse me. Jared just had, like, a mild meltdown where he's like, I need it. Uh, The C in C-3PO stands for cock block. Um, Oh, my God. I've heard that before. I've heard that. (laughs) 
I bet it's like one of those cinema wins or something, that guy. Maybe. Cinema wins is far superior to cinema sense, just saying. Isn't it the same guy, though? No. Is it not the same guy? No, there's a cinema sense sins where they send cinema sins videos because that's how oh much they've God. jumped the fucking I shark. can't take cinema sins seriously. And it you're feels not too nitpicky. To. You were never supposed to until they started taking themselves seriously and then it like hurt yeah. my head. Mm. I used to fucking love CinemaSins. I had a CinemaSins t-shirt. Wow. Like before commitment. merch was normal. Like, <laughs> And the shirt was like $40. Oh, I love this scene so much. One of the best changes made between movies was adding... Adding Ian, Ian McDermott. McDermott. Yeah. And see, even though this didn't come out until the 2004 DVD versions, um, I absolutely remember this way more than the original Emperor scene. Travis, do you know who voiced Palpatine in the original version of this scene where he looked like a monkey? I did once in my life. It was the guy who played Alfred in Batman the Animated Series. No shit. Yep. Hmm. I think I have seen the original scene once in my entire life. And you never need to see it again. I don't remember it. Like, it, it just doesn't exist in, in this brain up here. He kind of looks like what would happen if someone, if like a drunk toddler tried to draw Snoke. The oh my version. god, that is way too accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to credit me on Twitter with that, but... Poor R2-D2. I also love with the context of the comics and the current canon that, like, Vader is so fucking angry with Palpatine for lying to him about Padme not delivering the kid that he is, like, fully, like, no, I'm going to train this kid and we are going to fucking kill you now. Like, you're a dead man. <laughs> like, I, I truly think that, like, Vader gets, like, with like he gets waves of being super hyped about killing the emperor where he's like i'm gonna fucking kill him i'm gonna fucking kill him i'm gonna fucking kill him he's my master he's my master he's my master i'm gonna fucking kill him i'm gonna fucking kill him i'm gonna fucking he's my master he's my master he's my master like i think he's in like one of those low he's my master points around mm -hmm. return of the jedi and that's what makes his turn even more meaningful but like right here i think he i think he totally means what he says in empire when he's like yeah let's kill him <laughs> Let's fucking kill him, guys. Yeah, really, Luke, you've came into this little green frog's home and you're eating his food and you haven't even told him your name. That's pretty rude. I mean, in theory, he might be playing it close to the chest since he's like super wanted by the Empire, but... True, but he's even said there was no cities or technology on his scope. Oh, totally. So it doesn't seem like there'd be the Empire. He also here, mentions wanting to be a Jedi, which is equally punishable. Fair. Good point. So, even though it's not like exclusively said in the movies, Luke having that lightsaber at all open carry right there is illegal. Open so carry. He's openly carrying a Jedi weapon. He's illegal as can be. Also, a lot of people complain about Yoda um, using his cane in The Last Jedi. 
because he's you know the fucking ghost, ghost has to sit down in Return of the Jedi. I'm like, fuck off. Did you did you guys not watch Return of the Jedi where uh, where Obi Wan Kenobi ducks out of the yeah, way? That's what of he was a, just saying. Yeah. He ducks out of the way of like a branch. Uh, but also they freaked out because uh, he hits Luke with his uh, with his cane, like he just did right here. He poked him. I'm like. Fantasy well, it's, people. It, it's the force. You can still feel it. Yeah. Like. Actually, it is canon, though, that uh, Qui-Gon was able to manifest himself at least once. Yeah, he, he eventually learned how to. Physical. But it was extremely tough for him to do it. There he does a... it in between the moment of Luke going to find out what happened to Uncle Ben and Aunt Peru. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the sand crawler? Like, Qui-Gon shows up mm-hmm. to Obi-Wan. He's like, so, uh... We're fucking so with another Skywalker kid. We're we're doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I know the first one was uh, partially my fault, but uh, we want to do this again. Say it again. I said no. Qui Gon was like, "Hey, uh, I know the first one was like partially my fucking fault, but uh, we're doing this again. Just making sure." Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, everybody, complained about The Last Jedi's use of bombs. So what's doing these bombs? Uh, well, this does different because the asteroid is so big it has its own gravitational... Okay, and a gigantic ship wouldn't also have some gravity to it? That's some more math I want to do now. <laughs> it's also, I think it's in the Last Jedi Visual Dictionary, even says that they're like grav accelerators. They're ma- they're, they have, they're, they're magnetized. Yeah, it, it like propels them straight yeah. down. And if you happen to remember how space works, if it has a force, it's going to keep going. But we're going to run out into space. I mean, put on a gas mask. <laughs> Also, there's a, I believe it's the Legends of Luke Skywalker book, um, has a story where Luke and another pilot go into, who's a scientist, go into a exogorth like this, and they actually find like entire ecosystems existing within the space slug. Damn. I know most of that story is a myth, but that's, I like that. You said what's a myth? I said no. Most of the stories in that book is a oh no a yeah myth, most of them mythic, are myths. I'm pretty sure that one is real though. Perhaps I like that. Although Luke is flying an A wing, and I'm not sure when that would take place. But Luke is flying an A wing, one of the A wing variants that has two seats in it. So. Huh. Oh, I'm excited to have Anthony Daniels to just hear him again all I can think of is the family guy version of this is wait a minute hold up something's up and just constantly (laughs) shoots it like six or eight times (laughs) and props to them they have to like make it look like they're falling over as they run through yeah, you got to really sell stuff like that. All right, we're going to tilt the camera a bunch, and you're going to stumble a lot. 
They're pro- someone's probably back there yelling. All right, tilting north, tilting south, and they got I'm not the a directions. I fucking love these movies, man. I probably love got Star a guy Wars. in pink shorts with the boom mic yelling it I, as well. I love Star Wars. Can I just say, I fucking love Star Wars. Even goofy shit like this. Like, this is like, I fucking love Star Wars. Like this absolute hand puppet right here. (laughs) It's just so... But that was as real as shit. And it adds so much to the universe in that quick little moment. I don't understand that slug. And I'm never going to understand that slug. I don't think the slug we'll understands. Nev- I don't that think stuff. we're ever gonna understand <laughs> vacuum-based creatures that can live in space. But you know, we like Purtle, though. It'd be like that. Love ourselves some space whales. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, if they pull, if they pull an end of Rebels moment and they have space whales they have purgle in the rise of skywalker fighting in the fight yeah some people are gonna walk out of the theater probably i would start cheering i'd love it oh yeah i would stand up and start shouting <laughs> give me that man versus nature give me that please i couldn't That's remember one of the, the best name parts of, the... of return of the jedi i couldn't remember the name of the creatures so thank you oh yeah i love me some purgle Oh, he mentioned dark side. Ooh, sippy sippy. Do you guys remember the Force Unleashed 2, where Yoda's sitting just like that in Galen Merrick's clone? I hate it. Uh, okay, first of all, I want to. I really do want to do Legends episodes of Dewback at some point, because I want to talk about the Force Unleashed in depth. Hot take right now, that is Galen Merrick, not his clone. Dark Side of the Force? Oh, in uh, 2? Yep. I believe it. That's That's actually Galen. I could see it. Oh, dark side. Holy shit. If we were doing shots, we would be destroyed. I have a nice buzz going right now. Good <laughs> for you. I'm proud of you. Nana brought more down, right? Yeah, it's in the fridge. Okay, I figured. She was sneaking around while you were doing the intro. It was really funny. I could feel her. Oops. Oh, wait. This We get to see bigger Luke. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, you don't what understand. You, okay, I, no, no, no. I know that theory. No. I think it was John I explained it to recently. I think it was John. Maybe no, was no. Travis. Travis has a whole bit about bigger Luke. Okay, so, explain. so have you heard of Mech Luke? Mech Luke? The video the Hello Greedo did? No. So he's making fun of people who are like, Luke wasn't Luke in The Last Jedi. And he's saying how Luke was going to get into his big Jedi mech. <laughs> And referred to him as what, Mech Luke. What is this Wolfenstein with Mecha Hitler? What are we doing? No, it's it's <laughs> he's doing it in jest. He doesn't actually suggest <laughs> it's Star Wars Gundam, of course. And uh, <laughs> Gundwars. In other words, it's just Gundam with the Force. Gundam is wow. a great space opera. Um, <laughs> but so I I had this theory of like, so if bigger Luke gets in a Mech, does that make it Mecher Luke? Oh my gosh. 
Well, and you then, know, he's, he's over here asking the tough questions. Is there a biggest Luke or is there a maximum over Luke? Are there smaller Lukes on this Luke chain? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Okay, hold on. I I, I want to get serious though because I love this scene. I really think oh, that what man. we're seeing here is going to reverb back to the Rise of Skywalker. I truly think that Dark Ray is Ben's vision. Oh yeah, I think, oh, I, I think Ben's vision. I think oh, Ben God. is seeing the worst case scenario. I think I think Ben is seeing. Everyone's the worst been ca- talking about Ray having a vision. Uh-uh. Kylo could be the one having the vision. Here's my thing, Ross. I think that what Ben is seeing is the worst case scenario to what he thinks is the one person he has left in the galaxy, oh, and that the worst thing that could happen to her is the shit he's been through. All right, so. How many days do we have left until this movie comes out? 38 days. Yep, that From man. right now. Oh. I need to hurry up and get here. Boom, Bigger Luke's dead. <laughs> Fuck you, Bigger Luke. But how's he supposed to get in his mech? <laughs> or is he, it, forget, he, like, forget the X-Wing. Where does back. Yoda keep his mech at? Yoda's got a Gundam. Yoda's, oh my god. <laughs> Is it canon now that uh, FN2187 controlled a gigantic robot, i.e. Pacific Rim? Okay. Here's what I want so badly, and I know we're going to get, like, something like this in The Mandalorian, but, like, I know it's going to be really, like, western-y. I really hope that that rumor about there being a solo TV series spinoff is true. Oof. That because would be great. I would, I would love, love some I Alden want, Ehrenreich again. I just want to see like him fucking going head to head with bounty hunters. Like I know like the Mandalorian's gonna be very old westy, like you know, gunslinger stuff. I want like I want the Star Wars version of like the fucking departed or Goodfellas in space with like bounty hunters and shit. Oh, man. Like, a little See, bit less lone gunman. I just remembered Tuesday we get the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, that we okay. don't get to review for Dubak. I'm excited for... Uh, in time. We'll of... review it for the next week. We'll get both episodes that way. Oh, yeah. We'll be a week... Oh, wait, you're I'm right, because ex- they come out on Fridays. I'm Ooh. excited for... Uh... That's why I decided to do it that way. I was going to tell TJ to delay Dubak for a day to do it that way, but then I realized it was more beneficial to wait, because then we get both episodes in one go. I just, hmm. I totally, like, this past 48 hours have been like, man, we're going to be a day behind on Mandalorian every week, this is going to be dog shit. But no, you're right, it came out on Fridays. We're just we're just a day behind for the season, or the series premiere. That's fine. I can live with that. Are we going to watch the Mandalorian together? I don't think I have time. Aw, oh, baby. I Like, I wish. But well, I keep forgetting it's Fridays too. Like right now, I just forgot. Like in that thirty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, I'm gonna go both of you. At, okay, Travis, you first. Who's your favorite bounty hunter from the lineup? I mean, Boba. Okay, your basic, basic bitch answer. Okay. Yeah. Ross, who's your favorite? Please have a more interesting answer than this fucking. I'm beta. definitely a boss guy. You're a boss guy. I'm a Dengar. I'm I'm Dengar. I love daddy. boss. Dengar and, uh, is my dude. Wars. I think Dengar might be one of my favorite bounty hunters. I I'm think- excited for the Mandalorian are a scene. Uh, one of John and I's gripes about the sequel trilogy has been the lack of original trilogy and even prequel trilogy aliens. Um, like at all. 
that was the nice thing about the prequels. You had a mixture of new and old, but the sequel trilogy, we we've gotten a bunch of new, but we don't have like any old aside from Chewbacca. Um, and I'm excited for the Mandalorian because there's supposed to be a fight scene. I saw from the trailer uh, between him and some Trandoshans. So to see Trandoshans in action and not just standing over to the side like Bosk was. Yeah. Very excited for that. But yeah, Bosk and his Relby V10, I believe is the name of the of the rifle. Oh, that broken piece of shit from Battlefront 2? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I like the Battlefront 1 version or Battlefront 2015 version better. Yeah, it was more of a how many times can you pull the trigger is how fa- fast you can shoot. Not a we've basically turned it into a sniper rifle without any kind of way to defend yourself at close range. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm standing up to get myself another uh, dig of a swamp water. Have fun because I'm enjoying these. I'm going to be as bad as you were by the end of uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> Travis had to lay the fuck down during the Battle of Geonosis. In my defense, I have nothing support. Like, I'm not sitting properly on this couch. That's fair. That is completely fair. Um, I had a professor in college who was an, he was also my advisor in my department, who was an absolute Star Wars nut, just like me. So, of course, I used that to my advantage anytime I could. And I always wish that I could have done a project in one of his classes on Empire. I was able to convince my group to do a group project on A New Hope. The idea was uh, it was a class for um, it was a management course. And what we had to do was take an organization in a film and break it down with our stuff we'd learned over this over the semester. And I was like, you guys, the original Star Wars, we covered the Empire. The biggest thing that we cover is the uh, is the big scene between Tarkin and the other Grand Admirals and uh, the other Moffs? I mean, and yeah. Vader, right there. You got all these power dynamics happening. So we watched the entire movie. We got top scores because we played to our yeah. professor's favorites. I got to just go crazy on the lore for school. If I could have done this for Empire, oh God, I wish. Let's open a second one. There you go. I've never been able to work something like that into a into a college project that I can remember. I had a friend who I lived with for a little while who did everything basically he could Star Wars wise, especially for his marketing stuff. He just did it as what if I was selling this product in Star Wars in the Star Wars galaxy? Got it. And he'd go along with it and it worked. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, what were you saying, Jared? I was saying 10 out of 10, you should call off the Friday of the opening mm. weekend of Rise of Skywalker so I can take you to see it for free because I love you. I wish. I wish I had the point, the attendance points oh, or I keep PTO. about that shit. So real quick, um, I fucking love Yoda. Yeah. Whoops. Yoda's one of those characters that like, as I got older, I could appreciate so much more. Like before, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, he's powerful and he's green and he's little cool." But like the older I got, the more I appreciated the type of character the Yoda is. And just like the low amount of effort, he's like he starts off like really in deep concentration, and then like it's slowly like, 
All right. I've got this under control. Now let's just get this out. It's. I've also seen the whole thing where the scene he just talked about where the uses the force for knowledge and defense, never for attack. And they're like, but Yoda attacked in, you know, he attacked people and stuff in the Clone Wars and all that. I'm like, you realize that quote comes three movies something later, right? People grow and they gain more not wisdom. Not even that. There's context to that. Like, yeah. But it's he not like he just he walked didn't... into a room full of random people and went, force push, force push, force push. To be fair, he did do that when he walked into Palpatine's office. Yeah, to, to, to incapacitate two guards who would have stabbed him otherwise. But he didn't learn so, to fight better I'd in call between, that so he couldn't have grown. He could not have grown because he doesn't know how to fight better. That is Plus, the only way Plus, a 900-year-old space goblin cannot have an arc where he learns more stuff later on space goblin and and changes his world view on even the force but also i want to address one i thing. have to stop myself on internet forums sometimes now i want to address one thing about like the whole oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait favorite line i'm unmuting it so we can hear it oh captain nita sorry bud to die with that face I fucking love Vader's dad jokes. Anyway, um, I want to address one thing with the whole like debate <laughs> about like Ray's power level. I truly believe that mastery of the Force comes mostly from allowing it to come through you and giving yourself oh, over to the Force. And I think that I is why that. Ray is quote unquote more powerful or seemingly more powerful than Luke. Because, like, she's heard all of these legends. She's heard all of these stories. She's super into the idea. Like, immediately. I mean, one of my favorite shots of The Last Jedi is when... The rocks. Rey, yeah. Rey allows herself to get so open to the Force during Luke's, like, first, less, uh, mm. first lesson that, like, the entire structure around her starts, like, cracking and everything. It's so, oh, it's such a powerful scene. It shows she's allowing herself to be opened up to it, and even though she's opening herself up partially to the dark side as well, it's still the Force. And, no, I can't agree more, though. Okay, I love... The time, I know people complained about like some people did complain about Han going into the Imperial Navy, but it, it does more so explain this scene right here. He follows standard Imperial procedure that hasn't changed in 10 years or yep. so since he's been in the Navy. He gives him an edge. Lando. Oh, they've taken over the Navy. Not the Navy. I love you. <laughs> We need more SpongeBob references. We need more childish Landino. Okay, I need more of Donald Glover <laughs> as Lando Calrissian. Did you know if you look up the term childish Landino on T Public, there's an amazing shirt of right, Donald Glover in the Lando Calrissian getup recreating the uh, because the internet album cover. I got that for my friend who got me into Gambino in the first place for Christmas last year. Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah, right now go on tpublic.com and just try type in I'm Childish Landino. I'm on it right now. Type in Childish oh, Landino. You'll my find God, it. this is fantastic. Oh, she kissed Han on the cheek. You got to take a sip. Nope, yep. 
Like it's the because the internet art, but it's Lando. And there's Fett. And the trick he learned from Obi-Wan because of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and to be fair, I mean, a lot of their ships, a lot of the other bounty hunter ships wouldn't even look like garbage compared to that one. It's such a weird shape. Yeah. I mean, Bosk's, Bosk is a gigantic cargo ship. It's too obvious. I, I the, only know um, in Bosk's ship. Well, what is it called? The Houndstooth, I believe. Yep, Houndstooth. Only know that because of Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I know that because of the X-Wing miniatures game. Look at that boy's triceps. Dude, Luke's got some seps. Luke's seps fuck. Oh, yeah. And I mean, as does Ray. <laughs> Everybody's arms fuck. Like, hardcore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. That's that's the dig of a swamp water talking at this point. For those of you at home, Travis is writing down Luke's triceps. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier, though, too. When he was running around with Yoda on his back, I was yeah. like, damn. Damn, son, where'd you find this? I love doing these audio commentaries. They're so much fun. They're a pain <laughs> in the dick to coordinate. That, like, for yes. those of you at home, like, the... It's midnight. The five out, the five days leading up to the recording of an audio commentary, I want to jump out of a fucking window. But That's why the, when John was like, "Hey, what are you doing tomorrow?" Like at this time, I'm like, "Nothing. Why? What are we doing?" You want to watch a you, fucking movie? <laughs> you want a commentary on the Empire Strikes Back? Uh, can I? Am I allowed to answer no? Because that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Please. Um. Also, Cloud Car Design. Such a cool ship design. Fuck yeah. I love Cloud City. Cloud City is in my top five favorite planets. But it's a gas giant, and how do you get a lightsaber out of a gas giant? A good question. It's one of the few things I am hung up on about the sequel trilogy. Now... Do do you want them to take time to explain that? Yes. Or do you kind of want it to Not be like Yoda species where they never talk about I, it? Yeah, I don't need it in a movie. I just need it in a canon source. Like, I need to a know. A novel, a comic, something. Like, I'd even be cool with, like, it falls down a different vent than Luke does. And it ends up in a different shoot and gets stuck somewhere. And eventually Lando's like, I'm pretty sure this is Luke's old lightsaber. I'm cool with that. Like, just tell me how the fuck you found it. <laughs> oh, this is taking me back to uh, to playing Rogue One or Rogue Squadron. Uh, which one was that? I think it was either two or three. So, oh, man. a long time ago, TJ told me I was a piece of shit for this. Uh, but when I play Battlefront, I love playing as characters with really good telekinetic abilities on planets with ledges. And Cloud City is my favorite to play as Darth Maul and or Luke because I can shit whip people off of the cliff. And teach I mean, it's, me it's a literally a tip on the uh, on the loading screens in Battlefront 2. TJ told me I'm a dickhead to push for doing people that. Off. 
TJ told me I'm a piece of shit for like actively picking Darth Maul and Luke solely to force push people. Now it's skillful. It's sometimes it can be very skillful if you can do it with Vader and like grab people and force choke them. And after they nerfed his force choke and shortened it, it's so hard to actually aim that though. Like mm-hmm. at this point, it's mostly luck. I'm not yeah. going up on the battlefront the meta. The, Listen, it's kind of like Super Smash Brothers. Please don't complain about the game that's that's getting constantly updated and fixed and added patches to it. Yeah. Learn to combat them. Learn to fight against them. Don't go towards the edges. See, here's my thing real quick. I want to know, is Lando bitching about when he won the Falcon in Solo? Or did they meet again after that? Well, because that was like that was something in Legends where like every time someone wrote a book that took place before A New Hope with Han and Lando in it, they wrote in a reason for Lando to be angry at Han in case no one else put an instance after that. I'm going to say, we know, I don't know, because I haven't read the Lando comic and I'm wondering if the Lando comic is anything to do with it. It doesn't. He doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Then I'm going to say at this point, yeah. I'm going to say that Lando stuck with his word of, I don't ever want to see you again. You know, going to my ship. I feel like there's quarters. I feel like there's some beef there that like I want to see you again. Something's happening between, but something more than just I beat you in a card game. Because like if it's like just if it's just I beat you in a card game, like right there, Lando admitted that he cheated the first time. I don't know. I just kind of like the idea that like he really fucks Lando over a little bit. One thing I really like about the updates to the movie uh, that shot. additions <laughs> is, yeah, that shot of, like, the updates to how Cloud City looks. Agreed. I really like, like, the open window structure where you can see more of the city. Um, the change of color tone. Very, very good. Yeah. Oh, Ichuta. How rude. How rude. I wonder if it's the other R2 unit I know. May he rest in peace. We never saw him again. May he rest in pieces. (laughs) Get out of this house. Okay, I'll get out of my house. To be fair, I did say it first. You did, but I was about to say it. You can stay in your house. (laughs) Our jurisdiction doesn't go to North Carolina. Also, like, fucking congrats on the GameStop thing. That's so fucking cool. Oh, my gosh. I'm so so happy for for you guys. Well, we can thank John for that. Oh, Travis is the one who what I'm talking about. John had the idea. Travis gave us the idea of, like, you know, let's uh, let's reach out to their general manager and stuff and make sure they can do it first in plenty of time. And, And then it just kind of went from there. Uh, tra- uh, my oh. Travis, who's looking at me very confused, they're doing a really oh. cool launch oh. party at their at a GameStop in North Carolina, like doing a live show oh, for cool. Fallen Order. That's rad. Yeah, their uh, their corporate people have approved it and everything. They're giving us a backdrop. They want us to be. We're going to be in costume. We're going to be doing trivia. We're going to give away get copy of the game as oh, well. Oh, you're doing trivia? I'm on my way now. <laughs> I'm, That's really cool. That's I'm in charge of coming up with the trivia, but I have to 
to quote John, I cannot have a bunch of questions of Ross level trivia. <laughs> yeah. You know, things yeah. like um, things people could actually people that aren't us. Basically, did out. you guys listen to our um, have you guys listened to our celebration uh, podcast? When we were on the podcast stage. I don't think I have. I that was on like my list of we, things to listen to. to. <laughs> we did some trivia with people for the Phantom Menace because that's what our whole thing was about. Oh, yeah, it's a 20 year anniversary. Yeah, totally. We went, uh, which one of these is not a member of the council? And these guys are like, I thought they were going to ask us like real questions, not like. Dude, that's so up my alley Stupidly (laughs) tough trivia. So I have to like put all my questions through. Um, Real quick. We made a joke about it during the podcast. We're just like. We're sorry, everybody, that we came up with the hardest trivia questions, but we thought (laughs) we thought we had this going a couple moments ago. uh, That's fucking hilarious. A couple moments ago. I don't know why I love Obi-Wan's hands up. Patience matters. Okay, who do we think right here Yoda is referring to? I think because Leia had been introduced as his as a sister there is another. There's another Skywalker or the Last Hope. Um, I think Yoda had a vision of the future and saw Vader throwing the Emperor over. I don't think so because Yoda's encouraging him to kill Vader, and he knows that Leia exists. Because yeah, but, of but Yoda also he knows, does know that the future can be unpredictable and the visions can't always be trusted. Yes, but he knows Leia exists. True. He does know Leia exists. So I don't know. I like I mean, I think the opposite the opposite Jesus. The obvious is that he's referring to Leia. Yeah. I really like it's the idea not, that he's It's just he's not like obvious seeing... in context. This is why people can't trust the second movie in a trilogy for all your answers. What do you mean? I e anything in the last Jedi. We have to remember this. Listen is a here, trilogy, bud. everybody. I hope that when you guys listen to this, you hear me slam my drink down. They might. I heard it, so I'm hoping they heard it. They probably did. We can't trust everything in the second installment of a trilogy. But it's true. Like, the whole point is to set up the ending. Like, Empire, when it came out, people weren't huge fans of it, and it just makes more sense in the scope of the entire trilogy. It's not that people weren't huge fans of it. It was just divisive, like The Last Jedi. Yeah. It was, was, but you didn't have the internet. There were lots of people who loved it, and there were lots of people like, I don't know. I mean, there was, I I remember hearing uh, from people who were like, who saw the movie during, at that time in the 80s, that, uh, that people believed for like the next three years, like, Vader just lied to Luke at the end. It's he's evil. That's what he'd do. He would lie to him. Of course he would. Dude, that's what James Earl Jones thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The voice of Darth Vader thought that. Oh, how Lando's like, I'm gonna oh, fuck so. your girl. <laughs> Lando's like, I know you're with this girl. I'm gonna fuck your girl while she's in my city, bro. Oh wait. I also oh, really I love almost the... forgot. That's not even a question. You don't have to answer that question. He's played by both Lando Calvary. <laughs> Okay, for those of you at home, Land- Travis is writing Lando in even bigger letters over the whole list. I'll post a picture of this to Twitter. And let people figure that out is Lando Lando outfit that we don't see cosplayed enough. No. I have a friend a friend of mine, um, very good friend of mine wants to Lexi, 
said she, she like she wants to cosplay Leia at some point, and like this look and her Hoth look are the first on her list. The Hoth Leia is my favorite Leia look. Um, <sighs> my favorite Leia look is the one from the comics where she's wearing the yellow vest and like the white jumpsuit with the yellow vest, where she kind of looks like Padme. Is that is that from the comic one? Yeah, the comic one. Oh, it's in Battlefront. I, I love. That battlefront. Hey, the that's the line that I use for the outro. We would be nice. honored if you would join us. I started doing that when I took this show over. I also love the stormtroopers posing for their mixtape. <laughs> they're about to drop the hottest album this side of the Corellians. Nah, uh, it's, they're not going to release it on time. They're going to miss the release date. Oh. <laughs> Stormtroopers can't aim. <laughs> this side of the Perillion trade route. I got that joke, and I don't know. I don't know how I ha- I've ever had a girlfriend and got that joke. So glad you got that. Are we going to talk about how the subtitles for R two came up as beep beep bip bip? <laughs> oh, like no, it wasn't just. Had, that's all I hear you when you had, talk. Uh, what are you talking about? What? Beep beep bip See, bip. Bigger Since I'm loop, watching from my loop, phone, I've got fun. my headphones on listening to you guys, and on one ear, I've got the I've got a pair of earbuds in one or one of the ah, earbuds in one I ear. So I've got the mostly the movie in one ear and you guys in the other. I don't need subtitles. Actually, I don't think my copy of the movie on my phone has subtitles. No, it does DJ not. was very specific that he doesn't want uh audio from the film to be in these tracks. So no, no, that's fair. That's what we did for our audio commentaries. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to mess with that kind of copyright issues. Like, come on, Chewbacca. Like putting together a puzzle. You had a fifty-fifty chance, man. What's the name of the guy that's going to be working on C-3PO in The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, I want to say I'm wanting to say Balatik, but I know that's not him. That's <laughs> Balatik. I'm like, that's not it. That's, it. From the, that's from The Force Awakens. Give Jared like two seconds to put his headphones back on. He probably knows. What's up? What's the name of the of the small creature that's working on? Uh, he's like the greatest slicer or whatever. Those um, are Ugnaughts. No, 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 no. In the Rise of Skywalker, who's working on oh. C-3PO. I can't remember his name right now. Babu Frick. Like, I'm sorry, I clicked. Babu Frick. That one wasn't as bad. Because I was saying like Balatik or... No, Balatik's the guy from like Tika, Tika Masala. Uh, Tiki Masala. Yeah, Chicken Marsala. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is one of my chicken favorite robot Parmesan. chicken. Hold on. This is one of my favorite ro- robot chicken bits. The, you know, this deal is getting worse all the time. And then Vader comes back with another clause. And you're required to wear this dress and ride this unicycle. (laughs) Travis, this is definitely the drunkest I've been for an audio commentary. Yeah. Draw on yourself. Huh? Draw Draw on myself? Draw on yourself. Draw on myself. Okay. Are you guys drawing on each other? I, I just handed him the dry erase marker and I was like, here, okay. draw on yourself. Now he's drawing on his belly. I don't okay. know what he's going to draw. Oh, that's not appropriate. It's a lightsaber. Hold on. I'm not done yet. What? <laughs> it's really hard when I don't have a video feed to base off what's happening either. 
Okay, I thought he was drawing a dick. Apparently, <laughs> that looks lightsaber. Yeah, okay, I see it now. It's a Graflex, the one on the piano. I'm just saying initially it looked like a dick. I'm sure... Here, I'm going to draw Vader's next to it. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Without hesitation, I started doing this. Hold on. Okay, you got to get, like, the beveled emitter shroud. I'm coloring it in all the way, so this will be extra hard to wash off. Oh, no, I didn't put on the circuit box. That Harrison Ford hair. Indeed. Travis, look at my tummy. It's Darth Vader's lightsaber. I, I see it. What good job. I'm very proud of you. And here comes an Indiana Jones moment of a good old punch. <laughs> Han Solo has one hell of a right hook. Here's your marker back, fucko. Really? He used it both here and he used it in um, The Force Awakens. Yeah. Yep. And in, uh, in Return of the Jedi, he straight up just flips a scout trooper over. Because <laughs> Han Solo knows Terrace Kaze. <laughs> I don't like how they say it in Solo. I've always said it as Kaze, not Kasi. Terrace Kasi. And I've wondered if that might be the... the British kind of accent of Kira. Or the, we don't know or how the, to say this. Sorry, so. of the Coruscanti accent of Kira. So that's what you want to say. Some people say it's Coruscanti. Some people just say it's core accent. I want one day to cosplay Darth Vader. I'm aware of the fact that it's a very expensive costume to do well. You're talking about a you know minimum a couple th- about two thousand dollars minimum. I mean, I'm not trying to get into the five hundred first with it, and I've seen people do it for like maybe three hundred. Ooh, I'm going to the Renaissance Fair, the Carolina Renaissance Fair. They're yeah. going to have about fifteen people from the um from the five hundred first there. Very excited to see all of them. Dude, like I said, like I know like to do it for the 501st, you're going to drop a couple thousand dollars. Oh, definitely. I'm not trying to join the 501st, but I also want it to look good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Vader's on my list of people I really want to do. I want to do my own OC Jedi first. A friend of mine like, did that for Orlando Celebration. He came up with his own Jedi. It would just basically he did be... I mean, my he did version, the arm wraps. He came up with a lot of stuff for I mean, it. truth be told, my own original Jedi would basically be Anakin Skywalker in Attack of the Clones with slightly more armor. <laughs> like okay. The, like, the okay. black and brown is already such a good look. I'm thinking a good combination of, like, Attack of the Clones, Anakin's look... With some of the armor pieces from cl- the Clone Wars Anakin look. Here, okay, just basically, if I were to do it, it would be Anakin in like the 2003 Clone Wars with the cape and the armor. Yes. Basically that is what I would do. But Well, you know they're coming out with a Walgreens exclusive Black Series figure of Obi-Wan from the Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, I saw 2003. that. And Clone Commander Obi-Wan. Oh, take mm-hmm. a sip because they're going to make a baby. Too iconic to not put in the actual track. 
found it interesting that they didn't that they took off the uh the binders to lower him down i mean they probably would have snapped during the carbon freezing which would have killed him well well they use it for um if i remember right carbon freezing is used mostly for like i might be completely wrong but i feel like carbon freezing is used mostly for like foodstuffs that makes and sense. um I feel like it wouldn't matter if you froze a little bit because then also you need to remove like, you know, belt buckles and stuff. You know, what does and doesn't break unless they're graph binders in the case of their electronic. So I don't know, man. Can you then that now we can spark a conversation of can you be carbon frozen if you have uh, some kind of implant like Lobot? These are all excellent questions. I feel like if you got carbon frozen with any kind of electronics on you, though, like... You're fucked. They start superconducting, and then you're just dead. Hmm. I used to have a shirt when I was in, like, fourth and fifth grade of a Han Solo frozen and carbonite. And I really miss having a shirt with Han Solo frozen and carbonite on it. What if I just get you a Han Solo frozen and carbonite? I'd hug you so tight, because I fucking love you. What if I go get Harrison Ford and I freeze him in carbonite, and then I give him to you for Christmas? I would be concerned. <laughs> I would appreciate the effort you put into it, but I also value the life of another human being. I don't feel comfortable having an active microphone when I am definitely drunk right now. Good. I saw the look in your eyes where you recognize the moment <laughs> that this actually crossed the threshold for the first time in five movies so far. Let's say I wasn't here for the last one, so I no la- last one I didn't feel anything. I was basically uh, drinking like an angry mm, milkshake. Never, like, I was fine. I just answered my own question in my head. Never mind. What? What's up? I was I was gonna be like, wait a second. There's a whole episode in the Clone Wars where Anakin, Obi Wan, a bunch of art troopers, and Ahsoka all get uh, carbon frozen to get snuck into the Citadel to rescue uh, to rescue Tarkin and. Evan like, wouldn't, wouldn't Anakin Evan know? Wouldn't Vader know that this works? Duh, he's testing the facility to make sure it's up to exactly. Standards. Like I was just thinking, like, wouldn't he? Nope, nope. It's the facility because he Mark even Hamill's says the facility so is crude. Good. Mark Hamill was so fucking good. That whole like, and he kind of pulls back. I love that. I just realized I have. I remembered I drew, drew lightsabers on my belly. I feel like also Empire might be about the only movie we see stormtroopers with actual rifle holsters. No, I think they have them in Jedi. And Are they in Jedi? I think they have them in all Maybe three. Maybe I don't remember them. Blip, blip. Blip, 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 blip. <laughs> R2-D2 trying to fuck. Right now. Right now, Luke. He is the R two's the first on the list. <laughs> now, Travis. Yes, me. How would All you right, react? Luke, you're running into that really fast, Luke. How would you react if I told you that in the comics, Lobot has one of the most emotional scenes in all of Star Wars? I'd probably believe you. It's Star Wars. Also, you should what an Imperial officer comic. move to use Leia as. A human shield. Oh, he's like meat shield right here. Shoot the terrorist. And I don't know if you guys know, but it's also um, 
It's the actor who plays uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Yep. Jeff Fuck. Don't tell don't, Jeff, don't, don't, I don't, don't, don't think don't, that's don't, his name. Don't. That is definitely don't, his name. Don't. Shh. I have an autograph from him. Hold on. Jeremy Bullock. Yep. No, it's Jeff Fuck. Like, it's Jeff Fuck. <laughs> Oh, 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 here we go. Here John, we go. John, if John listens to this, he's going to be screaming on his end. Yeah. In my defense, oh my God. I am. Yes. I have a lot of Dagobah swamp water in me. <laughs> that sounds quite unhealthy, sir. <laughs> you might want to get that looked at. The force is with you, young Skywalker. But you're not a but Jedi we, yet. But we do not grant you the rank of master. <laughs> <laughs> How's that feel? <laughs> I love that. I love this scene so much where Luke is like, you know what? Just puffed. Let's go. I don't, need, I, don't, I don't need to say anything. I'm just going to pull out my laser sword. Here we go. That and like knowing that in canon, this is the second time they faced off. But now Vader knows the truth. Like that's why Ooh, like, like yeah. that's part of the reason why Luke is freaked out. Because Luke tried to Leroy Jenkins Vader the first time. Also, I love that the comic stuck with that Luke held on to that Yavin ceremony jacket like it was a life vest. Oh, because he, he looks sexy in it, you mean? It's such a good look for him. And I love that they put it into Battlefront 2, by the Dude, way. Dude, I immediately I I don't like Ewok hunts. I played the shit out of Ewok hunts until I unlocked that fucking Just jacket. Just to get it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh, Stormtroopers, what? All of these mustaches. Mustaches are cool. I think they're making a comeback. Oh, yeah, they are. And I'm, I'm really into it. There's also a really good black series coming out of C-3PO and uh, Chewbacca. <laughs> for this scene. All the... All the arms and legs of C-3PO can come off, and there's a little That's net funny. that goes on the back of Chewbacca and can hold him. I had That's an action awesome. figure like that when I was a kid, when I was a wee laddie. It's also a, uh, it's also a Battlefront 2 skin we've been wanting for so long. Oh, absolutely. You get Anthony Daniels in there to record some lines? Oh my gosh. That Chewbacca usage would skyrocket. C-3PO was such a racist right there. He's only a Wookiee. Quit being a specious 3PO, Jesus. Or is he being factual? <laughs> beep, blip, beep. Man, if, he, if R2 had just been a little faster, he would have never found him. Why does everyone want to call him Hand now? Because accents. Because Lando. Feel another sneeze coming. It's like right here. <laughs> no, you guys, just throw a tracker. Yeah, shit, whip a tracker like Obi Wan Kenobi. Do you guys not carry R two? Get out of the way. 
You're gonna get shot, bro. Move. Do you think at this point in his life, R2 is just like, I'm ready to die? What you learned, you? You'll find I'm full of surprise. If R2 my doesn't somehow partially have the force, then I don't know what to think. That's one of my favorite Luke Skywalker lines. You'll find I'm full of surprises. Then Vader fucking flies. So big deal. I'm sorry. You're just sitting lies with me, Skywalker. Oh my god, I love this scene so much. There are times when I'm on a long road trip that I will just listen to one of the movies. Just listen to it. I quote. Okay, I gotta take a sip because "all too easy" is a quote I use in my everyday life anytime I get the chance to. Impressive. This as well. Most impressive. Oh God! I love Darth Vader. <laughs> Forgot how much I love Darth Vader. Release your anger. Oh, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> James Earl Jones read to me every night. James Earl Jones, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. Yeah, I'll even put I'll even put what people like Gilbert Gottfried in there. There are people with such iconic sounding oh my voices God. that need Can to. Can we please get Gilbert Gottfried as Darth Vader? Yes. <laughs> the Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. It reminds me of the video where you have Gilbert Gottfried reading Fifty reading Shades. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> and at the very end, oh my God, this is hot. Just after he's read all these ridiculous lines. Um, I'll say this: I do miss the I do miss all the Cloud City stuff from Battlefront 2015. Oh yeah, oh this is such a good scene. The mouse is with us. This scene right here, like parts of this scene, the hallway was appearing in Ray's vision. Oh yeah, Um, no, we covered this on. But she was originally supposed to see Luke and Vader fight. Yeah, there's pictures of the actor they cast to play young Luke. And granted, you only would have seen him from the back, but he looks like Logan Paul. Hmm. So imagine Logan Paul is Luke Skywalker. That was it. Kind of hate it. It's kind of fucking awful. I say Logan Paul because he has a really square face like Logan Paul Oh, I got you. Very punchable face. That, but like this guy specifically was like... Blonde with a square face, I think Logan Paul. The face of a guy who would film a dead body and put it on... uh, Anyway... Anyway, <laughs> can we just address how fucking insane that was? I am so Vader is just that. Ha- that was the beginning of twenty eighteen. with Luke now. No, I'm talking about the well, suicide. For- with him, no, no, Ross, I'm talking about the Japanese suicide forest. Like that's how we started twenty eighteen. Was Tide Pods and a YouTuber filming a dead fucking body from? Oh, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Can we address that? No, Vader's Vader does not need to be spoken for. He's the ultimate badass. Vader fucks, <laughs> but like, that's how we started True. 2018, and we wonder why the world is a cesspool. Like we started 18 with a dead body and eating Tide Pods. Not only a dead body, a dead body that trended on YouTube. In the number one spot for at least like three or four hours. Because YouTube is fucking incompetent. No. YouTube's updating their terms of services now and they can quote unquote deactivate your account if you're not deemed commercially viable. 
Like, what does that mean? Yep. Oh, there's I don't, put, oh, I don't just make any Will content on YouTube. Wait, 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 wait. I'm a YouTuber. Just a couple seconds ago, Will Row Hood. Will Row Hood what ran past me. Yeah, Will Row Hood. That is one of my favorite things of celebration is the running of the Will Row Hoods. Shout out to Star Wars Explained. If you listen to this podcast, you probably already subscribed to Alex Damon and Molly Damon. They're some of my favorite people in the fucking community. They're so fucking positive. I love making fun of dumb people too much to be as positive as they are. <laughs> they're great. They're just they're great at what they do. I love them so much. They're amazing people. I happily donate two dollars a month to them. Nice. Should donate two dollars a month to me. This scene right here, R2 coming out of the smoke with the blaster bolts coming all around him. I don't know. When I think Empire Strikes Back, that is one shot that comes to my mind almost every single time. If I think Empire Strikes Back, on a, I, legitimately, I think of Luke and Vader standing right before they fight. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, granted, like again, I'm a Force guy. I'm a Vader fanboy. I'm a lightsaber guy. Like obviously, that's going to be my shot. Like that's super obvious for me. But and poor, just me. poor C3PO. <laughs> Chewbacca couldn't just put him in a chair. Nope. He sets him down in the hallway. You couldn't leave him in the common room. He sets him down in the hallway. Right, I'm going to top myself off so I can blast through this for I am your father. <laughs> I feel like you're making a mistake, young stubs. Okay, once we're done, I'm going right to sleep, so it doesn't matter. I don't need to take you anywhere, right? <laughs> no, I'm sleeping on this couch. Good. I love, oh, I can't wait. Yes, the greatest jump scare I ever. Vader's Blitzkrieg here. Like, Vader's completely holding back. He could have beaten Luke if he wanted to back in the carbon freezing chamber. He wants to and test Luke. At this point, he's done fucking around. <laughs> Can't bring myself to, like, have a deep conversation during this scene. It's too good. There's so many shots from this, like, this little exchange that are also, like, the shots I think of when I think of Agreed. I just love the fact that Vader instantly ends the fight once he's like, okay, I'm done fucking with you. This is, like, this is not worth my time anymore. Join me and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I will never join you. Yo, did you see that video on Twitter of Kevin Conroy and the guy who played uh, Terry McGinnis recreating this scene? No. So good. I need to see it. <laughs> I need to see that yesterday. No, I haven't heard it either. This went up today. Here we go. I like how the eye is italicized. I'm going to finish the drink. I guess since my drink's empty, I'll just huff this uh, dry erase marker. No! All right.
remember a funny uh funny bit of it's a mark there's a mark hamill interview out there where he was talking about harrison at the premiere of empire yeah when everyone learned that for the first time and he turns to mark and he goes you what, is, what does he say something like they didn't fucking tell me that <laughs> yeah well that, well like that was one of the like really famous things about the making of this movie was that in the script it says obi-wan never told you what happened to your father he told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, Obi-Wan killed your father. Yeah, and that was the line up until and the that's reshoots what James Earl Jones. Scene. No, it wasn't the reshoots. Apparent, allegedly, Irvin Kirshner walked up to Mark Hamill and was like, okay, listen. What you're going to hear is Obi-Wan killed your father. What he's actually going to say in the movie is I am your father. And I think him and George were like, we know it and James knows it. And now you know it. So if it leaks, we know it's you. Yeah. So really, I love that interview. Cause it's so, it's such a good interview. Um, I can't remember who it's with. Um, but. Ooh. See, everyone says that obviously those two things that fell were Luke's hand and his lightsaber. That easily could have been Luke's hand and Luke's blaster. I thought it unless was his boot. Unless he still got it on his belt. I can't see when it. When I was a kid, I always thought it was a boot. That'd be a boot. I'm probably wrong. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Travis? What? You were right. That was a very big mistake. I told you. It's a good thing this movie is almost over. Wow. Okay. I'm feeling a lot of things right now. My brain is warm. Ross, this is a terrible first impression. The first time I'm talking to you... And the flesh is me, like, drunk as fuck right now at the end of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I learned my Star Destroyer to prepare for my rival. He is such a sexy motherfucker. I love that, that line. Was, that also was a changed line. It really? originally was, bring me my ship, or bring me my shuttle, something like that. Really? They had, they had James redo that line, yep. I did not There's know There's actually that. some comparison videos on YouTube where you can see the originals with the new one. They show about voice lines and stuff. You know what I'm going to do, Travis, after you leave? We're going to put this table over there so we can record for Dubac discussion tomorrow. Because all of episode. this with the shuttle going to the Superstar Destroyer, to the Executor. I'm going to Yeah, that's a salad. all new footage and stuff. For, I believe it. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I really want to play right now? I want to play Force Unleashed on the Wii. That That's is real specific. You keep coming up with these really bad fucking ideas. <laughs> <laughs> if you weren't like off the wall plastered, I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. But you were like, I'm going to be swinging. <laughs> Rip my TV. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm going to be swinging. <laughs> No, I always tighten the wrist restraint. I always tighten that shit. You gotta be safe. You know, somehow your like arm just pops off like, and 
Yeah. I feel like if any of us could mod or hack video games, all we do is take games and replace things with lightsabers. We just take Wii Sports and just replace the baseball <laughs> bats with lightsabers. Dude, Wii, Re- Wii Sports <laughs> Resort knew I wanted to use a lightsaber. That's why they give me a blue sword. For sword play. <laughs> the fencing, yeah. The fencing would just be lightsaber fights. It is, because the swords are blue and red. That's true, they are. I fucking love be... Darth Vader. He's so scary. Gosh, when at the end of season one of Rebels, don't when they oh. revealed Darth Vader. All right, Lady, how many times are you gonna kiss? We him? don't. We yeah. I just <laughs> I just like shivered at that. I don't. She kissed him on the cheek. No, she didn't. Uh, she didn't. Definitely not the. cheek. It was unless on his mouth. Unless your cheek. cheek is right below your nose. Then <laughs> she booped him. She booped him with his leather lips. On I'm, his lips. Ah, I'm sorry. They are siblings. They don't know. This is and not the Falcon is not Space eye, Alabama. Side look at Lando. <laughs> Space Alabama. Space I need a Alabama. reaction gif of that Chewbacca freak out right now. I'm gonna do that after There's this. A sneeze I'm stuck it. in my face. Also, a, a couple extra little things. Falcon. So this shot right here of them with their their little uh oh, what are they? Um, the little red and blue squares that signify their rank. Originally, in the original movie, they're on the right side of their shirts, and because the scene, is, the scene is originally, I believe, flipped, so they had to go and fix that in a later version of the movie. Huh. That's There's a lot crazy. of little changes that happen that really, if you don't pay attention enough, you won't notice it. <coughs> Ow. Oh, I love some nice little telepathy. I can't wait till tomorrow when we record, like, standard do-back, and Jared's just like, Hello, this is the Dark Jedi, and I'm I am so. I've never been hungover in my life. Me yet. neither. Same. I've I... actually never been drunk. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Can't so... say the same. I I sip alcohol so much, so this right here, like me drinking this, is more than I ever really have, like in a month, really. I just don't drink. So same. when I do drink, I'm sipping. I just can't. I just can't drink. When like, I was see, drink. typically I sip, but my downfall is when I've sipped too much. <laughs> when I Travis can attest to me claiming that I can take everybody in the movie trivia schmoda. Yeah, how do you feel about Sam Witwer right now? Dude, I would fuck Sam Witwer up right now. <laughs> now that we have that on air. That's in wave form. <laughs> bring me Alex Damon. Bring me Sam Witwer. Bring me Laura from Force Toast. I will kick everybody's ass. He means he means in like physical altercation, yes. not yes. not Star Wars trivia. He wants Dude, to fight. He Sam wants- Witwer is fucking. The last time I when I met Sam Witwer, that man's muscles were bursting out of his shirt. Sam Witwer would beat me the fuck up. He is gorgeous, <laughs> but would kick my ass. <laughs> I Ross, Sam Whitmore is a top. Ross, I wish you were here to watch his physical motions as he said that. Oh my god. Because it was such a stereotype. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you are so drunk. I am. Hmm. 
Travis is getting flashbacks to when I had like my family from fucking Michigan over, and I was very drunk for that. All right, everybody, let's have a little bit of actual discussion. Are they outside the Star Wars galaxy, or are they at they're the looking, edge of the galaxy, looking at another galaxy? They're looking at some type of anomaly. Alex Damon did a really good video about it, and I don't remember it. Over at what? Alex Damon of Star Wars Explained, the current Star Wars movie trivia showdown champion of the world, mm-hmm. did a video about how they're looking at, you said, an anomaly? I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was something inside the galaxy that looked like another galaxy. Huh. I also I love that I family guy. Very wrong. He's literally wearing Han's clothes. Go back and watch the yeah, movie. He's literally he's wearing, wearing Han's, Han's clothes. clothes. Yeah. I like to think that since Lando has it buttoned up all the way that he got a stain on his blue shirt and was like, I need to put something else on. And then he went to his old cape closet and it's just like. It's just vests it's, and it's, shirts. It's, it's, it's probably either just a bunch of vests and button down shirts or it's been turned into some kind of like, uh, like junk closet. I hate the synth flesh so much. Yeah. Really? The synth flesh unsettles me very much. The only thing, the one thing that bothers me in this scene is the fact that 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 droid is on the entire time, but as soon as Luke goes to close his arms, his arm up, the droid's off. It's like a little continuity thing that just kind of bugs me. I just don't like the synth flesh. <laughs> it ju- it just unsettles me the concept of it, and like maybe because Anakin never had it as well. I mean, it makes sense that, like, this is 23 years later that the synth flesh exists. I I, I just don't like the idea of synth flesh. I believe the synth flesh flesh existed, though. I I just don't know how easily and readily available it was in a full galactic war. I mean, if the tech exists, it's probably standard issue for a cybernetic prosthetic. I just don't like it. And I also like the fact that, like, Luke gets it shot off. Within the first moments of him actually using his hand is whatever. So, like, okay. Ross, how do you feel about The Empire Strikes Back? I love this movie. It's got a couple of things that always irk me about it, which I've kind of discussed a couple times. Stop laughing at me, Travis. (laughs) But, um, but I absolutely love this movie. And, um, as I, I really, I love, I tell my story sometimes about like how I came to know the Star Wars movies, like the way my dad introduced them to me and stuff. Yeah. This was, this was the ultimate sequel. Like I knew about sequels to movies and stuff and like, the la- like that, but like this was the gold standard of a sequel in my eyes and still is for a good portion of people. Yeah. I think when you're like, <laughs> Is that like when you ask someone, is there a sequel that's better than the original? They point to Empire. Yep. That's, I mean, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Empire set the standard for sequels. And honestly, movies. is there a, is there a sequel? Is there another Star Wars movie that's better than its predecessor? Uh, the Last Jedi to The Force Awakens. I'm Atta sorry, boy. but it takes, it takes everything about The Force Awakens that was fantastic and it just added upon it. Yeah. Clive um, Revel is, uh, Alfred and BTAS. I mean, we are straight up. Our podcast beyond the outer rim started in spring of, or really end of winter, 2018, right after the last Jedi and all that. Our first episode that 
eventually um, started us on to be on that rim. The first thing we did as a quote unquote podcast group was we went on to our main show, Cinema Shelf News and Reviews, with Travis, our producer, and talked about The Last Jedi. He invited us, and that's actually when we started the podcast. We had the podcast started that night. But um, that first thing was we talked about The Last Jedi. We talked about the good, the bad, the weird, the funny, all of it, because we had all seen the movie about five times at that point. Um, I saw The Last Jedi eight times in theaters. I think I saw it about seven or eight. I know I saw... That wasn't drunk. That was my hands are wet. Legit, that like that slipped out of my hands. Be careful. I know I broke it. It slipped out of my hands because my hands are wet. Oh, I fished the lime out to bite it, what? and my hands are. He damp. threw a glass at me like the abusive <laughs> husband he is. Fuck he off, Travis. <laughs> I hate you, Travis. Uh, how do you feel about the Empire Strikes Back? See, here's the thing. Every time – so generally my most consistent viewing of Star Wars movies is all together at once here in this room. <laughs> and generally like we we very much pay attention to the prequels to make fun of them. Yeah. And then like around halfway through A New Hope, we all just kind of check out and start socializing <laughs> because we're like – yeah, these movies are really good. We don't really need to like. I haven't seen this specific person in a year. I want to know what's going on in your yeah, life. Yeah, and like we don't have to harsh like harp on prequel memes anymore. So usually around like the time Empire's on, we're just like that's why I always forget about the space asteroid. We shit. check out until Luke and Vader start fighting. Yeah, basically. Well, that's fair. Um, and then we all turn on for the job for Jabba's palace just because we all love Max Rebo. Yeah. But like, and Mike Doling really loudly yelling "Daywana Wonga" every time Bib Fortune is on screen is fun. Daywana Wonga, I've got a. <laughs> but like, I'll just send it to you guys. Watching, watching a New Hope to Empire, it, a New Hope feels so unfocused in a weird like. Wait till you hear what we say about a New Hope, because we we said like it feels like the most disjointed of the OT because it is. But, like, it took off, and then Luke is like, okay, now I know where I want to go with this. Like, it went from an editing mess to... Oh, A New Hope was saved in post. George Lucas' wife saved that fucking movie. She's the unsung hero of Star Wars, no doubt. So, Oh, absolutely. I think that's what makes this movie, like... Because Star Wars is... Was this, like, pop culture explosion, but I think Empire feels so much better because it's just a better made film. Yeah. Like... It's literally George Lucas's film school teacher. Yeah. Like Irvin Kirshner was one of George Lucas's film school professors and he got a hold of him and was like, hey, I'm making a sequel to this movie that made a fuck ton of money. I need your help. Yeah, fair. stops that is such a great teaser for next week because people will be because okay tomorrow night when we're recording are you guys this, doing these commentaries on a weekly basis just about yes yeah. holy crap we took a break this past week or no oh, the week before yeah you did for two weeks yeah, because I gotta say, we did it for we did it during 2018 when it came to holidays. 
because we would always be busy, we would record a commentary for like holiday episodes. Then we started getting busier with like actual guests and stuff and actual content and stuff. And we haven't done one. We're actually our next one is either we're going to do solo or we're going to skip solo and Rogue One and go into a new hope and keep it the Skywalker saga. We're not sure yet. But doing it on a weekly basis, I don't know how you guys. Our objective right now, our objective right now is to get. We started three weeks ago, and our objective is, or four weeks ago, I keep forgetting this is five. Our objective is to do it one week at a time, leading up to the rise of Skywalker. So by the time people are listening to this right now, hello everybody, they have three more movies to watch. Yeah, the idea is that... This is coming out in two weeks. Your lead up to The Rise of Skywalker is you watch a Skywalker saga movie once a week. I'm Um, doing that right now with my girlfriend. Yeah, we're on... uh, We're watching Revenge of the Sith on Tuesday. You should listen to our commentary that came out tonight with it. Yeah. I've got a full work day tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, And I know that movie by heart, so... Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we we recorded that one with Jason Ward, and that one was uh, take a sip every time there's a meme. Uh, and somehow oh my we gosh. somehow we didn't die, <laughs> and somehow this is the gosh. movie where I got really fucking drunk. So what? So what? Do you finish your drink when he says hello there? Is that what you do? Yeah, pretty much. You just do That's a line fair. of fucking cocaine when he <laughs> says hello there, <laughs> and then a second one to General Kenobi. <laughs> I'm so fucked up right now. I hate it. Um, so yeah, I love Empire Strikes Back. It is such a great movie. I forgot how fucking good Empire is, man. Every time I watch Empire, There's, by the halfway point, I'm like, this is such a good fucking movie. I wish I could find it. Someone made a post on Reddit that was like a 26 point like post about why uh empire strikes back is not only the perfect sequel but like the perfect movie in terms of story and arc and connecting itself and keeping the movie like fresh but also like connecting itself with its own references within the movie it's I'm like sure it was written before Z. the last jedi because the last jedi took that cake yeah i need to find that post because I would like to do that for The Last Jedi. Dude, I'm going to pregame before The Last Jedi. What if The Last Jedi was just was me drunk the whole time? That's terrifying. Please don't. <laughs> Please, I'm begging. Like, me three weeks from now is begging you not to. <laughs> I'll just have like I a mean, really. After you look at, like, I mean, I'll just have a red, the... green apple tall boy before we start The Last Jedi. So I'm like a little bit buzzed when we start. Like, we're already going to have max capacity people, most likely. I need you to not. Yeah, because we're having Girls with Sabres on for that one. So that's, at the very least, you, me, and Luthien and Emrys. Plus Spencer, <laughs> at the very least. Maybe Mike and Connor. Um, which is terrifying. Which is, oh my god, Mike is so hard to do a fucking car. <laughs> oh man, you guys are going to have fun with the, right, if you're going by these, the Force Awakens drinking one. Gosh. What's the Force Awakens real drinking? All right. So so this first one has a pick three on it. Uh, You pick three when either FN2187, Ren, BB-8, First Order, Resistance, or Droid are said. (laughs) You You pick three of those and you go with it. 
a lightsaber is drawn or cuts something. So rip during that point where he just cuts up the console. Uh, a mask is removed. A lever is pushed or pulled on the Falcon. BB-8 uses a function. Okay, you're going to die in this one. Uh, Ren loses his temper. A door is o- a door is opened. What? <laughs> what? Um, Ray learns to use learns a new use for her power. There's a throwback to an old film. And finish your droid. Finish your droid. Finish your drink when uh, Han gets his ship back and when Starkiller is destroyed. And then you pour some out for Han. I'll pour out a drink for Han Solo. I will buy a 40. I think they they included that. I will buy a 40 to go into the laundry room. I'll pour a drink into into Jared's mouth for Han Solo. (laughs) I like that. Wait, wait, why the laundry room? Oh, because it's really close to us right now. Yeah, it's like... Wait, but why pour it in the laundry room? Because there's a sink. Is there a sink in there? Yes, there's a sink. Okay, because I'm just like, are you just gonna pour it in the floor? I don't get the. I don't get. <laughs> I'm gonna the... pour it into the washing machine and wash my clothes in like a Miller Lite <laughs> fucking forty. But it's for Han, man. It's for, it's Han. for Han Solo. All right, uh, Ross. Where can the lovely people find you? Okay, so you can find me personally on Instagram at ross.adams968, and you can find me on Twitter where I'm way more active. At Kylo's Ren. That's spelled K-Y-L-O-S-W-R-E-N. And uh, you can find Beyond the Outer Rim. Ooh, I need to like pull all this up because I cannot remember all of it off the top of my head. Uh, find Beyond the Outer Rim on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook by searching Beyond the Outer Rim. Twitter, find us at, uh, at Outer Rim Podcast. Find us on Instagram. I'm pulling up all these apps as I say this. Find us on Instagram um, at Beyond the Outer Rim Podcast. And if you really want to and you want to just talk with us and email us and talk to us and give suggestions and stuff, you want episodes for us to talk about, reach out to us um, at Beyond the Outer Rim Show at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Travis, where can the lovely people find you? On Twitter and Instagram at Travis Political. I have to do all of this drunk. Okay, hold on. And when you fail, I will be there to catch you. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. Be sure to like and follow Dubek Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to listen to all the other shows in the Dubak Discussion Podcast Network, such as Dubak Discussion. You're already listening to that. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Hall of Heroes, our superhero and comic book podcast. The Gore and More podcast, which is a horror podcast that you probably should just unsubscribe from if you're already listening to it. <laughs> listen to the That Goes So Far Back You Don't Understand, Ross. Uh, the Wicked Wednesday podcast, because Tisa is fucking awesome. Listen to the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast, which is fun. That's TJ and set designer of very large import, Mixtron. Listen to Dubak Sports and also listen to Jerk the Curtain, our wrestling podcast, which Jonathan Stubbs of Beyond the Outer Rim has made an appearance on, and I will be on very soon to talk about my first live wrestling experience. With that, I almost said the do I almost said the Hall of Heroes outro. 
With that, we are honored that you guys have joined us and tune in next week for our audio commentary for The Return of the Jedi, where I probably won't be this drunk, and I'm really sorry you guys have to hear me like this. But thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys so much. And may the Force be with you.